Hello and welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media, where we talk about the actionable ideas to help grow your business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, Vice President of Marketing here at Reminder Media, and I am with Luke Acri, President of Reminder Media. What is up, everybody? And today we have what is going to be a phenomenal interview for you guys. Our guest today leads one of Utah's top real estate sales teams having helped nearly 1,000 buyers and sellers through the home buying and selling process. His team, the WGR sales team, averages selling homes in under 28 days for an average of 99% of asking price. He built the foundation of his real estate sales business from proven techniques he learned through his coach and mentor, Bob Leffler, founder of Fearless Agent Real Estate Coaching and Training, and now promotes and trains with the Fearless Agent, creating massive value for real estate agents across the entire planet to build their skills and inner confidence at fearlessagent.com. Most importantly though, however, he is living the life of freedom over the yes. last decade. He has become financially free through real estate and online marketing and shares with thousands of people across the globe exactly how he did this by the age of 32. Man. Colton Lindsay, welcome to the podcast. Thanks yes. for having me, gang. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Let's, talk. Let's do this. Yeah, it's awesome to have you. It's so happy to hear you're living that life of freedom. I know that's what our audience is after and so many people want to achieve. Guys, just to kind of give you an idea of how Colton and I met, we actually met through Instagram. And I want to share kind of how we met just because I think it's super relevant. All the time we talk about strategies of how to network with people. In fact, we just, just did a podcast, podcast yeah. on how to network with people. And social media is a way to do it. So Colton, I don't know if he just was friendly me because his strategy, you know, is friending people that have, you know, similar interests. But when he friends me, everybody who friends me, I send a personal DM to and I and I connect with and I immediately connected back with him, looked at his uh, feed and saw that he was doing stuff really relevant to what we talk about here on the State Paid Podcast. And so immediately started to ask him, hey, man, love what you're doing. Love what you have going on. Would love to have you on the show. And hence, now he's on here today. And why I think that's important for you guys to hear is because you guys can be doing this in your business today. You literally can be using Instagram as a method for you to prospect and build relationships with people because you never know. Colton and I are just getting to know each other, but you never know where this relationship will go. And it's all about adding value for Colton and his life and his business. And he, again, obviously is trying to add value for us and our audience. And that's how you grow your business, really all for that. So Colton, if you could introduce yourself to the audience, because I've had some time to research you, check out what you're doing, man. I love it. I love your Instagram feed, guys. You got to check this guy out on Instagram. But if you could introduce yourself to the audience, let them know, you know who you are, your 30,000-foot story of how you got into real estate and really how the journey has been and how you ended up here, just to kind of give them an intro into the window of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can follow me on Instagram, the WGR. Just click that follow button immediately. I love it. So I got into real estate. It was uh, October 2015. That's when I got licensed, but that's not where kind of the, the, the story started. I was in the eighth grade, and my mom was the office manager of a local real estate company. And I remember I would go to her office, and there was a guy that would drive. It was like a it was brand new red Hummer, right? So this was in the in the 90s, right? Hummers were badass in the 90s, <laughs> if you guys remember that. And I was like, dude, this guy is making some money. Like, I grew up, you know, I had a roof over my head. I had food in my stomach. I had, you know, my, my baseball mitt and, and, and my glove. But I didn't have a lot of money. And so I showed up, and I saw these people driving nice cars. You know, one guy had a Cadillac Escalade. He had the Hummer. I was like, dude, I want to drive one of those one day. Uh, I would never 
be caught dead driving a Hummer I today. I always wanted a Hummer that's too. That's what got me started. <laughs> yeah, right? like, who did 90s you? kids, yeah. We, right? I wanted like, a Hummer too. <laughs> yeah, it's just part of it, right? And so I went and job shadowed him when I was in the eighth grade, and I found out that, um, you know what, he was selling real estate. I didn't really understand what he was doing, but I knew he made a lot of money. So um, as soon as I came home from, I went on a, on a Mormon mission, and I got home when I was 21, got licensed, and I went right to work um, with, with starting. In my first 10 months, I failed miserably. I sold two houses. And one of them was my sister's. She was buying the first house when she was getting married, so she had to use me. And if we remember 2006, this is when the market was hot. Yeah. Uh, someone walked in, and they bought a new construction. Uh, you know, all I had to do was just pull it up on the MLS, send them to a guy over at Ivory Homes, wrote it up, and I got paid. So those were the two deals I did my first 10 months. So horrible oh, my goodness. To my I love career. it. Right. And then I went to a free training event and this was really before Facebook or social media and anything like this. There's not training platforms like there is today. And uh, I met Bob Leffler. That was my mentor. So then after that, I joined Fearless Agent. I did 22 deals that next year. Then it kept going and growing and growing until my peak as a single agent was about 73 closed transactions with wow. me two and assistants. Um, and then that's when I kind of started to hit a wall and I was working a lot. Um, I was a newer dad. I, my kids, my daughter was, uh, two, three years old at the time. Um, and I had this, this really big vision. Like I wanted to go to the world cup in Brazil. And so I worked my ass off and I went to the world cup, took my wife and my three-year-old to world cup for three, three weeks in Brazil. And I came back and I had my deals closing, but I didn't have new deals coming together because I didn't, I was gone, right? Like I wasn't right. feeding the pipeline while I was gone. I had referrals and stuff like that, but I didn't have the passive and residual income. And so that was the moment that I was like, this, that's not gonna happen again. I've gotta figure out a way to create real financial freedom. That's where my passive and residual income pays for my desired lifestyle. So I started shifting how I did things. I went from me being the operator in the business to becoming an owner in the business to where now we've built out, we have three senior sales agents, we have three junior agents, full-time admin, and our online, or I'm sorry, on our real estate sales business, we generate roughly $600,000 a year in revenue. And then we've since then launched partnerships with Fearless Agent, the WDR Academy, other things that I do online with, generates another couple hundred thousand dollars a year in revenue. So roughly, you know, I think we were 750 in our revenue last year. Our goal is to get to 1.25 million. That's awesome. Um, where my my residual comes from now is being a business owner in our real estate side. Also, I own rental properties, which are very lucrative and passive income. Stock market's been fantastic for me the last couple of years. I hopefully it continues that way. Um, but we're, we're all crossing our fingers. <laughs> crossing our yeah. fingers, right? Because that's all we're doing. It, it's not a matter of if, but when that the market corrects and has a winter time frame yeah. um, in there, but it's, it's about being smart and it's finding these buckets. I would say the number one rule I've learned over the years is how do I manage my cash flow and get educated so I'm obsessively buying assets. I see so many realtors and salespeople today, they're buying that next badass car, they're getting to that next big, especially right now, the market's been great three or four years now for real estate agents. And I would like to say that a lot of my success is because I've been super awesome at what I do, and that's part of it, but the market has been on my side. Right. We have been in a spring and summer type market for the last three or four years where you can sneeze and sell houses, commissions are getting bigger. You guys probably see this with your clients. And uh, I was talking to a good friend of mine, he owns Mojo. I don't know if you guys, are you guys familiar with yeah, Mojo? Yeah, we're familiar with Mojo, yeah, yep. 
Right, so really good friends over there, and they said over the last 12 months, they've seen more realtors start to default on their credit card payments than the history of their company, right? And I'm hearing this from more and more people, which is usually a sign people are getting ahead of themselves. So what I, I my goal is build a badass real estate business, create financial freedom, and create this fulfillment in your life. But we have to figure out is how do I buy assets, not liabilities? And too many realtors are buying too many liabilities these last three years because they're excited about their bigger commissions. They think they're doing something badass. And really, they're just in one of the greatest real estate markets we've ever experienced. Man, I think you've touched so, on something that, that... That's my story in a nutshell. Yeah, man. I think you've touched on something that is super, super important for everybody to hear that's listening to this because I think it's a really wide, like a piece of wisdom in there and a golden nugget in there, which is the market has been so hot right now. Make sure that you are still investing your money back into the business. And what you say is like assets, right? That actually produce income. But we see this so often. I've seen this story play out before is that right now, I mean, let's be honest, we're all doing well at our jobs, but the market's been really hot and the market will turn and it's not here to be negative. But are you going to be positioned at that time where the market is turned in order to capitalize on that market? Because Trust me, the ones who really, really win is when every when that market turns, guys, everybody listening to this, and everybody starts running, that's when you want to run towards. When everybody starts running away from the market, that's when you want to start running towards it because there's opportunity there to be taken. And what you said, which stood out to me, is that you, you shift it from being an operator to being a business owner. That's how you do that. In my book, it's that, that wisdom of going, hey, look, it's not my business running me. It's me running my business. And how you do that is you have to build leverage systems in your business. You have to step out and go, okay, how can I delegate? How can I build systems in my business to help me be able to run my business as an owner, not be the person being run by the business? So could you talk to us a little bit? Because I know our audience is probably interested. Here's a guy that's killing it. They, you know, some of them probably dream of doing, you know, 750000 in revenue. You know, how are you doing it? What are some of the systems in your business? Like when you started out, how are you generating leads? I mean, let's start there because that's the number one question we get all the time from our audience. How do you generate leads to do 73 deals in a year? So where are you generating leads? How does that look for you? Yeah, I think before you really generate leads is you've got to create a a state of absolute certainty that I'm going to figure out how to make this happen. Like there is, there's no excuse. There's no limitation. It's like, get that out of the way and let's find results. So you've got to make that decision. First of all, second of all, the biggest mistake I made when I got to 73 deals, I spent most of my time in real estate focusing on FISBOs and expires, which paid me a ton of money now money. But what I realized is, especially with for sell by owners, which was great now money, very few of them, less than 25% of those deals ever became repeat and referral clients, which was horrible for long-term business. So I had to always start over. So my biggest mistake I didn't start earlier, which I now like all in on it, is it's all about creating relationships. And if I can't build a long-term relationship with you, I am not going to do a deal with you. Like, that's it. I don't need a paycheck from you today (laughs) (laughs) if it's not going to continually grow later on. I need long-term. I'll give you an example. So one of my my favorite clients, I just closed another deal with him. It was $1.5 million deal. Um, I started that relationship with his daughter-in-law clear back in 2005. 
and I just stayed in touch with her. And in like 2013, it was the first time, maybe even 2014, 2014 maybe, it was the first time I did any business with her. She called me up. She'd been in my database, and she said, hey, uh, I'm getting married. We need to buy a house. So we, I sold her a new house. That's my first deal. Stayed in touch with her. She actually helped me rebrand ourselves with the WGR. We shifted our, our, our look a little bit and helped us look a little bit more hip or, or modern or whatever you want to call it. And um, <laughs> then she calls me up two years later, and she says, hey, Colton, we need to sell our house and buy a new one because we're moving. And oh, by the way, my father-in-law just sold his business. He's investing in our event, um, uh, like wedding event business, right? So we did two more transactions there, then sold them a $1.2 million building. And then while we were there, he said, oh, by the way, we need to sell uh, one of our, or two of our investment properties. So he sold two more investment properties with me. Then a year later, because it took him about a year to build out that, that venue, we show up for the ribbon cutting and he says, hey, by the way, I want to buy a summer home. We just closed on his $1.5 million summer home. And then he said, oh, by the way, I got another couple investments I want to sell. So either way, we've done like nine or 10 transactions with that relationship which totals just over $150,000, right? Yeah. So imagine if you can build relationships that are paying you that kind of money that know you, like you, trust you, and it is going to be an amazing experience. So I started shifting this, and I realized that growing up, I was taught go to school. This is old. 90s kids know this. 70s, 80s, 90s kids were taught go to school, get a job, and retired. I think the younger millennials are being taught a little bit different today. But it shifted the old saying, not, not what you know. And Josh, you guys, you've heard this, right? Not what you know, but who you know. Have you guys heard that before? Yep, yep. I believe that is actually obsolete now. I don't think mm -hmm. it's who you know. I think it's who knows you now, right? So you've got to change your whole network so that people know your name, your brand, and your message, and you create this tribe for what you stand for. And people are going to be doing business with you, with you based on results you can create and the message that you deliver. And that's what we're starting to see, and that's how we connected. I literally, no offense to you, Josh, I had no clue who you were till you reached out to me through my social media through our strategy right right and now here we are doing a podcast yep. and now we're going to go out and create massive value for your followers and so that's how it works you got to get it so people know you and these people will continually come to you over and over again. i'll give you another example i got a phone call friday i hardly work fridays anymore i'm a recent single dad just went through a divorce which was i don't wish it upon anyone yeah that's a whole podcast a in itself <laughs> yeah, right. Which is another reason why you got to lock down your financial freedom, by the way. That's a whole other podcast. But so I, I have my kids Friday, Saturday, Sunday, clear to Monday morning. And I get a phone call from a past client. Hey, Colton, I just want you to know we just wrote an offer on a brand new town home, but don't worry. I told them to put you down as the agent um, because it's my way of saying thanks for all the appreciation events you've invited us to over the years. So literally, there's a $6,500 check coming in. I didn't even have to show up to meet the meeting, and I get. So that's the type of, of, of network you've got to be able to create. And I don't care what business you're in, like that's the network that's got to happen today. So how do you recognize that early on? You said that you know, you're not interested in doing business with people who won't bring you referrals or, or repeat business. How are you recognizing that early on? And then more importantly, how are you maintaining that relationship uh, on a day-to-day -day basis and then tracking you know, basically what's the value of those relationships? Because yep. it sounds like you've got it down to the system. Yeah, great question. So the idea is, is like, well, how, how do I know up front when I start a relationship if this is going to be fruitful or not? I don't always know, but I, I've got this, this uh, sense inside of me. And I know you guys have it as well. Is this person an or are they here to create value or not? <laughs> right. So 
we kick to the side and you can feel their energy. People that are here to create value, I want them on my team. I want to build something because a real business person, they're going to understand that a relationship is by far and away the best investment you can make, way better than the right stock or the right rental property or the right back into your business. Because if I can build a relationship with Chris, I was just one of the people I was telling you about, for the next 15 years, when he's done investing his money because, or 20 years or however much time he's got left, guess what? He knows how I work. I know how he works. He has more and more money to work with. I have more and more money to work with. So compound interest doesn't just work on your stocks and your 401k and your real estate company or your real estate investments. It works even better on your relationship. So cool. identify up front. Do these guys, are they coming from a place of value? Are they here to serve? Are, do they have a good energy that I'm attracted to? Or do I feel some, some resistance and like they got like mosquito spray on and I'm like fl- flying away? And once I identify that energy, it's all about energy for me. Going to that state. And if I'm in a state of, of just like absolute certainty, like I'm going to figure out. I get that God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, is going to put the right person at the right time in the right place in front of me. I run with it. Next thing is I say, okay, I create massive value. And the more value I create, I'll find even more ways to victory. So as I create the value, I then begin to come up with new ideas to systematize it. So for example, one of the things I do and you, oh, sorry, I got a call coming at the same time. So one that's of the a, that's that a deal do, right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually is a deal I've been working on. It's a wholesale deal I'm working on. It'll pay me like 35K. So I love it. One. But um, so one of the things that I do is um, I do three times a year what I call WGR events. So we do, like, I've got one coming up October 22nd. It's Black Island Farms. It's going to be a harvest, like, festival, pumpkin patch pig races, turkey races, corn, we're shooting corn on the cob. Awesome. You know what I mean? Just fun stuff. We, 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 we cook a bunch of hot dogs. We have about 500 people come to that event. And I don't care if they're realtors, past clients, people in the community. I invite them and we show up and we celebrate and we have a great time. Uh, so that's one thing I do. Another thing is I do is um, my Instagram. Everything I try to do on Instagram or social media is I share my life with other people because I get that people are probably dealing with similar challenges that I am and my hope is they can take one piece of my mistake or my victory or whatever I'm sharing and they can hopefully add it to their life and become just a little bit better. Um, so those are, those are some of the key ways, but we have everything systemized. So every Monday's Motivation Monday email. Every Thursday, our vlog email go, goes out. We have our whole network getting through technology today. This is ridiculous. We can retarget our video vlogs for 10 cents of you through Google AdWords and through Facebook. So when people are taking at 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I'm popping up on their news feed. They see me in their hand in the middle of the night. Like you get what I'm talking yeah, about. That's awesome. But then all of a sudden they see my message and they feel my vibe. So – Everything is just in a system to stay in front of people so people know who I am. Guys, you're listening right now. I mean, I hope you guys can feel the energy. Like, we're watching him on screen right now, so you got to watch this on screen, guys, when this, you know, go to our statepaypodcast.com and stuff to watch the video. But this guy's energy is awesome, but more importantly, what he's saying 
is so true. It is all about getting known, like, and trusted. And if you notice what he's talking about right here, just to just reiterate to you guys, and it doesn't cost a ton of money. Take the Instagram strategy that he's talking about. It's free. It's only your time. You literally can get known by following people and, and getting people to follow you on Instagram that you meet. Then what he's doing is he's getting liked by literally sharing his personal life. He's sharing the things that he's walking through. And the thing that holds people back, I think, Colton, from doing content on uh, social media is they don't know what to post and they don't have the content to post. But what you're saying is you literally just post about your life. You post about what's going on authentic, authentic. Oh, I can't even say that word. Authentically. That's what I'm looking for. Authentically in your life. And people now are liking that. But not only that, guess what? They trust you because you're doing it consistently. When you do something consistently, you earn trust with people because it's not like he's trying to get something by me. It's not something fake that he's just trying to make money off of. And that's a totally free strategy that you can implement in your business today. Could you share like this event that you're doing? Because I'm curious for our audience. You do event for people and you're doing all this event stuff like you you know you talked about like corn shooting and stuff like that does that event cost you a ton of money are you doing that kind of bootstrapping the event and have you seen that translate to results like could you break that down that event down because I literally coached a new agent just the other day and she was thinking about doing a block party and I know cost is always the issue for people so how do you reconcile that in your business Right. So number one is just understand I create so much massive value. I always find a way to, a way to victory. Like that's the decision you've got to make that. up front. <laughs> so this idea of cost, show me the fear, show me the limits, I'll show you results. That's a limitation. Your cost is your limitation. Okay. And before I go on with this, I want to make very clear that although I do all this marketing, it would make me go broke if I didn't do what drives my business. And that is the phone calls. I've got to have mm. real time conversations, human to human conversations. If I'm not doing that, I'm just like any other person out there that can sponsor an ad on Facebook, okay? So here's, here's what I do is like I understand like I want to give the outcome of an amazing experience to the people that support my business, that support my life. Because you know what? Some people like I'll take a young family. They've got like there's, the, there's, there's a, one of the people in my database. They've got like eight freaking kids, like more power to them. I love them. Eight is way too many for me. But <laughs> – the opportunity to take their kids to this event that we go to, if they went by themselves for one night would cost about $100. A lot of families can't afford $100 just to take their whole family out, right? So to me, I'm creating value for this this person. I'm, I'm getting it put together. So I know that my cost per person without food, and we add food in, it's going to go up to maybe from 8 bucks to 10 bucks a person. So it's going to cost about 10 bucks a person. But guess what? I don't know if you guys know this or not, if you're real who is the person that's always feeding out referrals to your lender, to your home warranty company, to your inspector? I bet you, if you're listening to this, you've got zero referrals from your home inspector, from your home warranty company in the last 12 months. I bet you've got zero. So what I did is I went to my home warranty company, my inspector, my lender. I said, hey, how many of you want to just continually grow business? And every one of them say, yes, of course I do. Awesome, man. I want to keep feeding you more business, so I have an idea. I think you'll be stoked about it. Here's what I'm planning on doing is I'm going to do this event. I'm going to get 500 people there. And, and maybe you don't need to commit to 500. Like when I first started, I was like, dude, if I get 100 people, I'm stoked. But now it's like I'm going to get 500 people at this event, and here's what I need from you. Home warranty company, I need you to provide all the food. 
home inspector, I need you to cook it's all the food man. and help out with some some treats. Um, Lender, because I know you're making the most off these deals as we do 30, 40 deals throughout the year. I need you to help me cover for the venue. So depending on the venue we do or the event that we do, sometimes I get the entire cost covered. And at the very, like this one's my most expensive event. I think it will probably be about $4,000 total. I'll end up paying for about $1,500, which $1,500, I know realtors out there spending that a month on Zillow, right? So to get... <laughs> yeah. 500 of your past clients, friends, fans, fam, fans, community there, like, it's a no-brainer. Dude, that is amazing. That's the, that's what I was looking for, man. That is the gold right there, guys. He practically did it. He's not even paying for it. And, and what is amazing, what you just said, and this is what I want to touch on next, because you talk about you're, you're doing all this marketing, you're doing this events, but you would be broke if you didn't do one thing, which is make the phone calls. Let's talk about that a little bit, because that is something that, like our business, you know, we've grown a multi-million dollar organization here, and we believe the same thing you believe. It's about relationships. It's about building long-term clients. It's about investing in the community, all these things. But we would grow broke in our business, which is a marketing business, if we didn't pick up that phone and call people and have face-to-face conversations. So walk us through, what does the phone calls look like to you? Are you calling the people that show up to your event? Are you calling just FISBOs and expires? Like, what what did the phone calls look like for you and your business? Great question. So, what I hear is is like, how are we calling and who are we calling and how often are we calling? So, I believe each realtor or business or salesperson has got to create a funnel, right? How do we fill that funnel so at the very bottom it pops out appointments where we can give presentations and get contracts signed? Closings are the name of the game. That's how we get paid. So my my, my number one lead source is going to be my sphere of influence and my past clients. So I'm calling them probably about nine or ten times a year. Six of those times are going to revolve around our events. Three of those are going to be, hey, I want to invite you to our event. How many tickets do you need? Three of them are going to be like, hey, I appreciate you coming out, or hey, I missed you at the event. Make sure you come to the new one. So there's six phone calls right there. And oh, by the way, can I ask for a favor? Sure. What's that, Colton? Because you do awesome all the time for me. I could do anything for you. (laughs) Well, hey, if you hear of anyone buying or selling a house in the near future, we just have them call me. Everyone says yes. I say, awesome. I promise I give them my brand just like validation, like anyone you send my way, I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to make a difference for them. I'm going to keep you up to date. Here's why you don't get referrals today, guys, is because people are afraid you're going to up. So just validate to them that you're not going to make a mistake and then just get it done. Figure out a way to make sure they look like a champion. So that's six calls. Three or four calls throughout the year are going to be about the market and specifically asking for referrals, number one. Number two, what can I do for you? What do you need help with in your life that I can add just a little bit more value for your life? Okay, So I come from a place of contribution. So there's 10 calls, the sphere of influence and past clients. The next tier down is what I call my people farm. These are leads of people thinking of making a move in the next two years. This could be a sign call, an internet lead, a cold call, could be anything. But we put them into our database, they're getting the emails, they're getting the retargets, they're getting the postcards, they're getting the random phone calls every 60 to 90 days from our our prospecting team. And then how we feel that is our third place in the funnel, which is through cold calling. So we have our junior agents cold calling every day, about 75 conversations a day, and they're looking for two people, one that's looking to buy or sell right now. We set an appointment. We do a deal with them. That's 25% of our business. And then the other part is they're thinking of making the move here in the next six to 24 months. 
And so they're moving them into our people farm to keep our marketing and our, and our proactive phone calls in front of them. And it's money. So between that, we'll do uh, 70% of our business is going to come from either referrals, SOI, or our people farm. And then 25% is going to come from the initial cold call. And 5% just comes from random crap, like a signed call or something like that. Uh, and so we're having these conversations. Um, for example, if I call um, a, a cold call, I'm going to say, hey, this is Colton Lindsay, the WGR sales team. I would just call them to see if you're thinking of selling your house. Sometimes they catch you off guard. I'm like, actually, I am thinking about it. How the hell did you know? <laughs> awesome. I treat them like a friend. Where are you moving when you sell your house? How soon would something crazy like that happen to move all your crap and move? And by the way, I hit them with the magic question. If you knew doing business with me, two things would happen. One is you sell your house. The other is you end up with way more money in your pocket than you could get any other way. And that's with or without an agent. And yet I know it's a big promise. If you knew it were true, do you want to hear more about it? Be honest with me. I get that question answered, slam dunk appointment. If they say, no, I'm not thinking about it, I say, okay, well, do you have any plans of moving ever? And they're like, well, yeah, in like six months from now. I'm like, six months is a freaking emergency, right? Like, where are you moving when you sell your house in six months? And then from there, I decide whether I try to set the appointment now or if I'm going to put them into our follow-up plan and set the appointment later but where most of those appointments come from is the follow-up because no one else is making the follow-up calls oh yeah Dude. And so that's that's it in a nutshell we don't really focus on fizzles and expires like we used to it just doesn't pay big long-term money guys this guy is a beast i just want to validate for everybody listening in the audience because josh and i have the privilege of working with obviously thousands of real estate agents and and then interviewing tons of different people what he is preaching to you right now is the truth. The reason why he's having so much success is because he's not only doing the marketing and having a system to leverage that out and tracking that, but then he's putting in the work and making the phone calls. And so many of you listening to this don't make the phone calls. You have to make the phone calls. He's calling his sphere nine times, you said, Colton? Nine times you're calling your sphere? It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. man. And with a purpose for each type of call. Yep. So, the, I mean, the other thing to kind of take away from that is you have to know your numbers. You have to know your conversion rates because if you know your conversion rates, then you know how many calls your junior sales team has to make. You know how many calls you personally have to make to follow up with those clients. Where are you getting the cold leads from? Because I know if I'm a real estate agent listening to this right now, I'm thinking you're doing cold calls. Where do you? How do you get those numbers? Where do you get those leads? Are you using Mojo or how are you getting those? Yeah, so we use two sources. Number one, we use Mojo. So if you guys go to Mojo and you're not using them, just mention the WGR and they'll high-five you. They won't give you a discount because they don't do that, but they will <laughs> high-five you. So thank you for that. Got a relationship. But, um, that's one place. But the, <laughs> the other places is the Cole Realty Resource. Okay, So that's one we use a lot. They've got the best data right now. I think Mojo is getting better. They have some new contracts over the last couple months that they're increasing the, the quality of their data. But for the longest time, Mojo is just focused on the software business. Now they're entering the data site. Kohl's, however, they are 100% a data company. They don't have any software, proprietary software like you know Red X or Mojo or anything like that. So I believe that they do the best right now. So if you, if you want to reach out to me, you can send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, or you just call them, mention the WGR. Typically, they give almost a $500 discount for anyone that mentions my name and I think it's anywhere from a thousand to fifteen hundred bucks it gets you six months or, tw or 12 months I can't remember the details but that's the exact data source that I, I I mean he'll give me an example that exact source Mickey who's 18 years old on my sales team 
he was calling, which was a terrible freaking area to call. I don't know why he was calling. It's called Corinne. It's literally in the middle of nowhere in Utah. There's like 13 people that live there. However, he got a hold of someone that owns a, an office or a, um, um, an, yeah, an office building downtown Brigham City. Now we have that building listed for $750,000. Wow. And that was straight from a cold call from a wrong freaking number to a town. So the moral of the story is you got to make the phone calls. I love also your cold calling script, if I can point this out to everybody, yeah. how fast it was and how to the point it was. Meaning so much of the problem when you start cold calling is people try to hide behind what they're trying to do. And that's why you get hung up on. But you're just coming right out of the gate and saying, hey, man, I'm with this XYZ realty company. I was just wondering if you're looking to actually sell your home. And you're just right out of the gate. It's very logical. It's non-threatening. It's a sincere question. It makes logical sense because you are a real estate agent. I love that. I haven't heard that sales script before. So that's an awesome cold call sales script. So- and I wanted to say this, Josh, for all of your listeners that are, that are realtors, stop circle prospecting. It's lame and it's wasting your time and your energy. Focus on cold calls and stop wasting your time with three to five minute conversations that are going nowhere. Yes, yes. Get to the point build a relationship and move forward. Yeah, man, such such a good point. So let's talk about, you know, we ask everybody this question on our interview podcast. We ask them, hey, look, we're all looking for what are the structures and systems or things to do to drive success. That's why everybody wants to click on these articles that are like the three steps to become a millionaire. But when you look at your life, what are the, the things that you do every single day that you're committed to, to drive success in your business and in your personal life that you would share with the audience? Awesome. Cool. So I think number one is stop separating personal life from business life. It's all life. Like mm. we have one life. We breathe. This moment is what you have is life. Everything else is a illusion, hallucination in your head of the past (laughs) and the future. You're right here. So this is your life. Understand that time equals emotion. It does not equal money. And your greatest asset is time that passes. So you have to ask yourself this question. What emotion do I want to experience as time passes? For me, it's typically one of two emotions. It's either a peace and tranquility. I mean, how, how often do you get so busy, Josh, um, that you just don't have peace or tranquility in your life because your systems are running your f-ing life sometimes, right? Yeah. And you have to take a step back and breathe, right? Like we want peace and tranquility. For me, I can speak for myself. Absolutely. But the second thing that I want is I want excitement. I want passion. I want enthusiasm. I want to enjoy every minute with aliveness. So if I know those are my outcomes that I want to create, there are specific routines that I create throughout my day. I have a morning routine, a daytime routine, and an evening routine. Now we know, and we've heard the saying, we're habit, we're creatures of habit. Have you guys heard that before? We're creatures of habit? Yeah. Right. I hate the word habit. Every time I hear a word habit, it makes me feel like, oh, I got to change a bad habit. It feels just gross to me. I like, for me, I don't like it. But you know what I love? I love powerful rituals. I love rituals that drive me to create peace and tranquility. I love rituals that drive me to have absolute certainty to my core so that I know today I'm going to give everything my very best and I'm going to create a victory. So if those are the rituals I got to create my life, I got to put those into my routines. And instead of managing time, I'm managing my life. I'm managing my emotions. So my very first most important routine every single day is to connect with God and source energy. This is my spiritual routine where I have powerful rituals that, in, that consist of, number one, 90 seconds of gratitude because my mind 
has to start going that direction the instant that I wake up. This is a disgusting statistic that 80% of modern society today wakes up or goes to bed with a cell phone in or near their hand. Mm. And guess what's driving their thought process? It's Instagram. It's Facebook. It's the media. It's the Stop that. Start putting it in a direction of positive emotion, which mm. is gratitude. From there, I move into a Wim Hof or a breath work type meditation, which I literally change the chemicals in my body to feel peace as quickly as possible in the morning. After that, I move to about a 10 to 15 minute prayer. I do then 10 to 15 minutes of stretching, 10 to 15 minutes of Tai Chi, and then I finalize with a 20 minute meditation, five minutes of, of guided, 15 minutes of transcendental. So it's about an hour that I focus on doing actionable items that cause me to have peace and tranquility. The number one limit that you're saying you have in your life is I don't have time to do that. All you have is your life to do that. That's all the time in your life is to create that. Choose it. Decide now. Then after that, I start to turn up the volume. I start to turn up the energy a little bit. I start to look at myself in the mirror, and I will literally, I'll read Tony Robbins' affirmations, my own declarations. I will be ripping it open with the sound loud as possible at my house. When is the last time? Have you guys been to UPW before? You guys ever been there? UPW? No, no, I have not. Dude, you guys need to. It's November. It's going to be in New Jersey. You need to get there. It's like nothing else. But when is the last time that you just screamed at the top of your lungs for no reason? Think about that for a second. No, because you don't want to offend anyone. You don't want anyone to tell you to be quiet. Oh, it's too loud in here. It's awkward. It's weird. I actually no. do it all the time at home. <laughs> and I get I, I get yelled at a lot by my wife. She goes, <laughs> she usually says, I like the idea of you being home from work earlier, but the actuality of it. Yeah, the actuality of you screaming. <laughs> Me and my eight, my seven-year-old son, we do it all the now, time. Now, I love you saying that. That Tony Robbins yeah, is so big on it. that. So Tony Robbins is so big on that, controlling your state, man. I love that. So that's the next state I go to is absolute certainty. We'll turn on a playlist with my sales team at the office. We start dancing. We start screaming. We start clapping because I know that the quicker I change my physiology, my state changes. When my state changes, my story changes. When my story changes, my technique, my how-to, my strategy changes, and I can act in a new way Mm. that drives me to get the results and the outcomes that I want to experience, which is not the money. The money is cool. But what I get from the money is this idea, the story from the money. And that money then shifts what I do. You see what I'm saying here? I think if I have more money or financial freedom, I'm going to feel different. If I start to feel different, I'll get the freedom. we got to flip-flop it. Mm. And you got to do it through powerful rituals and routines. Yeah, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love it when we ask that question to people that come on, especially successful people like yourself. Because notice how people, they're not saying the tactical things. They always go to this idea of you got to create gratitude. Yeah. You got to you got to find your purpose, your your why. And and it's easy for us who listen to uh, kind of push it aside as corny or cliche. But guys, what he just shared is so powerful because that's what truly will get you up in the morning. So final question for you, Colton, because I think this is really important for you to share. It's as you've now done this journey for you know I guess how many years you've been in the business now. Four years, thirteen three years. years, thirteen years, thirteen. <laughs> Way off. Feels like four. Yeah, thirteen years in the business. So th- then you have really good perspective, knowing what you know now. What would you tell your younger self? You know, what would you do differently? Where would you invest your time a hundred percent more, or not touch at all? What would you tell your younger self? 
Ah, number one, I would tell myself, be patient. It's going to happen. You just got to keep doing the work. I think earlier on in my career, I was like, well, I just did the work. Why don't I have the paycheck or why don't I have the business or why don't I have the results? Right. Uh, And then it's like, I'm here now and it's like a blink of an eye. And it's like, where the hell did 13 years just go? And so be patient. That would be the number one thing is be patient. Number two is focus on relationships. They are the bread and butter of life. Like, I can't tell you, I mean, just my relationship with Mojo because of what I've been able to do with them, my relationship with Fearless Agent because I've been able to do with Bob, my relationship with the people on my sales team. You know, you've probably seen them back in the background of the camera here. Everything is about relationships. It's not about the deal. It's not about the money. The money will come when you create value for other human beings because we're all in this together. We got 7.5 billion people on a planet floating in the middle of outer space, which I don't know how the that happened, but it did, and I'm grateful for it. And I got this heart in my chest that somehow, some way, it beats and it puts blood through my veins. Let's be a little bit grateful for it. And if my 34 years has been a little like, I don't know about you guys, I've made some mistakes, right? Like Amen. I've been really high on mushrooms before, and that was a mistake. I've I've made some financial investments that were horrible. I've done some things that were just stupid. What are the odds that other people are doing that and that they're coming from the best possible place they can? And maybe, just maybe, if they're going through one of their biggest challenges right now, I can lift them up. I had a good friend of mine. He owns uh, Century 21 Everest Group in, I think it's Trula, in California. They're the number one biggest producing Century 21 in the world right now. They have 1,100 agents. They just blow it up. And he said, hey, Colton, if you treat people like they're going through the biggest challenge of their life, you'll be right 50% of the time. Mm. Because people are going through their challenges. And so if I can look at these people in this miraculous state of life and think that maybe I can light them up just a little bit more, maybe I can create just a little bit more value, maybe it's just a smile on their face or helping them out. If I look at it that way, my life, it's fulfilled. And that's really what I'm here for. The money and the status and the significance and the certainty, all that shit's going to come when I focus on the growth and contribution. Those needs will be fulfilled. Ah, That's some wisdom right there, man. That That is awesome. awesome. Well, thanks for being here, Colton. Really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Yeah, there you have it. Some actionable advice from a guy that is living a life of financial freedom by prioritizing relationships above all else. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here, Colton. Before we close... Let people know where they can find you online and where um, where they can connect with you. Awesome, cool. So here's what, uh, check me out on Instagram, the WGR. You can go to my um, coltonlindsay.com, the WGRacademy.com, fearlessagent.com. Find me on Facebook. Google me, YouTube me. Like if you just put my name in with the WGR, you're going to find me. Connect with me. I want to connect with you. I want to see what value we can create together. So definitely connect with me. Awesome. Thank you again so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please go on iTunes and rate us and give us a comment. We really appreciate it. Make sure to tell someone else about the podcast today. We appreciate it. And if you'd like to get hold of me or Luke, please email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or find us on Instagram or LinkedIn. And of course, you can always check out Reminder Media on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest. We're at Reminder Media on all of those channels. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery, guys. And Colton, thank you. That was pure gold. The action item for this podcast, I think, is very clear. This business is all about relationships. If you haven't figured it out, I can say that with 100% certainty. So your action item this week is take your sphere of influence, take your past clients, your friends, your family, give them a call and do what Colton said. Say, what can I do for you? 
What value can I add to your life? Call them with that intent this week and watch your business grow because it's not about you, it's about them. And then you will trigger the reciprocity effect, which they'll want to give back to you. And it's a beautiful life and it's you're going to grow your business that way. Remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. So take action on that today. 